0: Hey, how's it going? This is Brayden with Noble Sports, guys. You know, I'm excited to talk to you guys today. I March Madness starts today. Well, it started last night, the playing games, but this has been amazing. Like, I, I, I missed March Madness. I know this is a football podcast, but March Madness is such a fun time of year. And I'm currently got the Oral Roberts-Ohio State game up. Oral Roberts is actually winning which is shocker, they're a 15 seed. If you don't know where Oral Roberts is located, that's in Oklahoma. I actually kind of reached out to their basketball program when I was in high school and thought about going there. So it's kind of cool seeing them play on TV. So let's get into the swing of things. We know that free agency is at a full swing. There's been a lot of big changes, a lot of surprising changes. Uh, one of the biggest surprises for me so thus far is Mitch Trubisky leaving the Bears to go towards to be a backup at the Buffalo Bills you know I think it'll be a solid a solid move by them but we'll see we'll see how it goes because he kind of was a backup in Chicago this year he went from being a backup to being like uh, being a backup to being like a starter back and forth. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But we also see that Kendrick Drake leaves the Cardinals to go to the Raiders. You've also seen some big trades. You've also seen Juju Smith, the TikTok dance master himself, sign a one-year contract to stay with uh, the Steelers. And the move that has me the most surprised, is, other than the Trubisky move, is also A.J. Green leaving the Bengals to go to the Cardinals. Now, it's going to be interesting seeing how the Cardinals play with all their firepower. That's if Larry Fitzgerald continues to play. Who knows? There's no word if he's retiring yet. But that wide receiver core is impressive. They are A.J. Green. DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. That's going to be a deadly three. And we've lost a couple players in Seattle and we've also gained a couple players. We signed Witherspoon from the 49ers and Gerald Everett from the Rams. That was a move that I was excited about because he is a great blocking tight end and also can catch pretty well. We also made a trade with the Raiders for Gabe Jackson. So we got Russ some weapons to protect him. Now let's see what other big signings there are. If there's any other surprise signings that you saw, email me, let me know what they were. Also, you know we were having that mask giveaway, that merchandise mask giveaway. It was simple, all you had to do was comment on the post, share it, all the fun different things that we have. Well that being said, we have a winner. I put a random drawing machine on like Google, and I put all the people that fall under those cri- criteriums, and it picked a winner, and the winner is Colton. Now, Colton, I sent you a message already, but I will also tag you on Instagram and Facebook, and when I get the shipment of masks, I will let you know. So, congratulations, Colton. I hope to do more of these uh, giveaways. Obviously, the more growth I will, the more willing I will be willing to do it. Uh, So far, in less than two months, I am at 208 streams. Thank you, you guys. You guys are awesome. Now, like typical Fridays, we Mm. dissect a conference. Today, we're going to dissect the dumpster fire of the whole NFL. I'm sorry, Hunter. You know what I'm talking about. The NFC East, because we finished the AFC last week, and now it is time to see the NFC. So most people will say, why do you say it's the dumpster fire of the NFL? Because all four teams finished below 500, and it was atrocious. Granted, I think the Cowboys would have probably done better had they not lost Dak Prescott. That's the problem because Dak Prescott is one of those players that absolutely can change the game. I know people will bag on him and say he's this and that, but I I honestly think he is a top 10 quarterback in the league right now, and especially with all the weapons, they have Amari Cooper and all that fun stuff. It it doesn't surprise me that they finish below 500 because they lost their star quarterback. Also doesn't surprise me that Zeke Elliott struggled too. So, let's go in order from best to last. And in first place, we had the Washington football team. Now, there's not much you can say negative about Alex Smith. I seriously love the dude. He's a heartwarming story, and I hope he gets signed elsewhere because they did decide to cut him after this season. If you don't know much about Alex Smith, He was a quarterback at the University of Utah. I know, garbage. I'm sorry, Utes fans, but that's garbage. But he started at the Niners, kind of did well there for a while, and then lost his starting job to Callan Kaepernick. He went to the Chiefs and struggled there. Well, not necessarily struggled. He got Patrick Mahomes ready, and Pat took over. And now he is at he was on the Washington football team. So that's kind of his journey. And now he's a free agent. But while he was on the Washington football team, he had a nasty uh, fracture of his tibula and fibula, kind of the same injury that Joe Theismann had, which was crazy in my opinion. It was almost identical the day, the type of injury where he was hurt and who, the position that hurt him. So he was able to come back after all that when he almost lost his leg which is even more impressive i wish him the most luck and i actually had them beating the tampa bay buccaneers i know shocker i feel like that 7 and 9 those below 500 teams in the playoffs always seem to have a spark with them that yes our record says we suck but we don't actually suck And I think the Washington football team is going to make some strides. Gibson was solid at running back. You've got Scary Terry, especially if they can figure out a quarterback situation. I believe they signed Fitzpatrick, which is a good move, too. He's a solid backup, but he also can spark a competition between starting quarterback. They also had that no-name player from the playoffs who really showed up at quarterback, too. Their defense is young and hungry. They almost beat my Hawks. So not not really negative things to say about them. I feel like their future is bright. I feel like they will be able to win out the division in the foreseeable future with all things that are happening. We also saw that they added Curtis Samuel of the Panthers, which is another deadly weapon for whoever is playing quarterback. It's going to be awesome to watch them. I'm excited. So they finished first. I, I think they will still finish first. And it and what I think they need to improve on is maybe getting that franchise quarterback, seeing what they can find. There's a lot of great talent in this year's draft. So I'd be interested to see who they go after, if they go after anyone. So we'll see. All right. In second place, we have the Giants. The Giants are also... Now, I said the NFC East is a dumpster fire, but... There are a bunch of young teams that were all injury-plagued, I felt like, this season. And the Giants were no different. When Barkley went down with his torn ACL, it's hard to replace him. He's one of those running backs that is is a beast. I would say his style almost marks the same as Marshawn Lynch and Derrick Henry. But when he went down, you kind of just felt the drag. I also don't understand the appeal to Daniel Daniel Jones. He is not that great of a quarterback, but I obviously am not a head coach of an NFL team or a GM, so I don't, I don't know, but I guess the play that really had me scratching my head is why this guy is the starter was that run on Thursday night football where he's breaking away and it's like an 80 yard almost touchdown and he trips over his own feet. It was a bit funny. I, I definitely started laughing a little bit just seeing that, uh, Yes, yeah, so that was that. I think what the Giants really need to focus on is building on their offense. They don't really have a true top wide receiver ever since they let Odell Beckham go. So we'll see. We'll see how who they go after. I think that'll definitely benefit them if they can get a wide receiver because they've got the running game down, and they also have Kyle Rudolph and Evan Ingrams at tight ends. And I believe their line is going to get better. Their defense was also surprisingly good. People often said they weren't that great, but uh, they gave the Seahawks a run for their money and held the Seahawks pretty low. We lost to them. That was one of our most embarrassing losses this season. So I think it's, it's going to be a dogfight for first place, but the Redskins, sorry, the Washington football team, is the clear favorite with the Giants being number two, I would think. And third place, we've got none other than the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a great team. They have been a great team who was plagued with injuries. They have a lot of star talent power on that roster. I'm interested to see how it's going to work. I'm really hoping Dak Prescott can come back and kill it because – I have been praising him a ton, and I really hope that he does come back and kill it, because if not, I'll have to eat crow, and I'd rather not do that. So we'll see. We'll see how he plays. Uh, If he plays great, if not, then I guess it's going to be rough. They did sign him to a huge contract extension this offseason. We'll see. They also have Zeke Elliott. And that offensive line, I guess, like I've been saying, offensive and defensive line are the unspoken heroes in the NFL. They are really what gets teams moving the ball up and down the field, and it's been impressive to watch great lines, something that I often envy of uh, other teams because the Seahawks have awful. They have one of the worst lines. And I honestly wish we could get a better line because I feel like once we do that, We'll win more games, so hopefully we can mimic the Cowboys. The Cowboys also have a lot of weapons. They have uh, Amari Cooper. They drafted Lamb. They have Ezekiel Elliott. They just have a ton of players that, in theory, should be really good, and they have been America's team. Hopefully they can come back and show why they were America's team. I know the playoffs have been quite scarce for them, and they've struggled to win in the playoffs. Uh, we talked about that, my number one moment. My last podcast was about the Seahawks versus the Cowboys in the playoffs. That is a game that probably haunts a lot of Cowboys fans. So I think they will finish in third place. It all depends on how Dak plays. And right now it's up in the unknown if he's going to be the same athlete he was before. And as much as I would love him to, any leg injury is hard to come back from and be great. If you can, kudos to you like Alex Smith. So I'm hoping he can follow Alex Smith's example and kill it. Now we've got the Dumpster Fire, the last place team of the NFC East. None other than the Philadelphia Eagles, who did Carson Wentz dirty, but... It is what it is. We'll see. We'll see how they do it with who's going to be their quarterback. A lot of people didn't understand that very last game of the season where they were killing it against the Washington football team and they essentially had a chance to help the Giants make the playoffs had the Washington football team lost. But what happened is instead it was pretty obvious that the – eagles were had their mindset on tanking and that's uh what's gonna happen they they tanked and now they have a great draft pick in number six and they've got a couple of options the only thing that really surprised me from the eagles is the fact that they took all that dead money from uh from the carson Wentz trade but we'll see We'll see if it plays in their favor. I honestly hope that they kind of give Jalen Hurts a little bit more chance to grow because he is a solid player. The biggest complaint I've had about the Eagles is who they draft. People make fun of the Seahawks for who they draft in the first round, but look at all these players that the Eagles could have had that were in their grass, and they picked other people that have not essentially – lived up to the name that everyone was hoping. Now I'm talking about they could have drafted D.K. Metcalf, an amazing wide receiver for the Seahawks. They could have drafted Justin Jeffers, a really amazing wide receiver from the Vikings, but instead they picked these no-names. So, I mean, that's something that they need to fix themselves. They will be... The last place team, in my opinion, it will continue to be last place because that's all. Until they can fix their front office, that's my biggest complaint about them. Now, that's kind of my recap of the NFC East. I know it's not as as much as I have with other divisions, but it's kind of been rough with them because they were so bad, everyone having losing records that I didn't know really what to talk about. Now, thank you for uh, listening to this week's podcast. I appreciate it. I also uh, look forward to more big free agency names, and I do have some exciting news I thought I'd share before I leave. Now, that exciting news is I reached out to a certain someone who is pretty famous in the WFA. If you don't know what the WFA is, that is the Women's Football Association. It is a women's professional tackle football league, which is really cool. And this person happens to be pretty big on TikTok and is a wide receiver for the DC Divas. So I'm excited to have Lois Cook on this podcast in a couple of weeks. I'll keep you posted it'll be uh, like three weeks from now but I'm still excited to see how the interview will go it's definitely going to be a unique experience for me because I am a girl dad like I said in my Instagram post I'm a girl dad and I think it's cool seeing girls progress in sports especially like football my daughter definitely loves watching football with me so it's going to be fun seeing and hearing what she has to say. Also, if you guys have any questions or concerns or you have anything you want me to go over, please shoot me an email at nobullsportsguys at gmail.com or send me an instant message on Facebook Messenger or on Instagram. I'll be happy to answer those questions as long as you send them. Also, congratulations to Colton again on winning the free mask. I will send it to you soon. It's been fun. Stay classy, Vegas. Bye.